Did you know that you can lose weight with ease and fun? My name is Leandra McMullen. I'm a Christian certified life and weight coach. If you want to apply God's promises to your life, live victoriously in your health, and stop overeating for good, you are in the right place. Let's go. Hey, 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 my friends. I'm so happy to be here with you today. If you're living in the United States, then um, we're observing Memorial Day today. And I just want to honor all military who have served and lost their life for our freedom. It's never lost on me that the freedom we experience here in the United States is not free. And those of you that are feeling the loss, if you have a loved one, or you know of someone who has a loved one, um, today we honor them, we remember them. Their loss is noted and honored and respected. And I am thinking and praying for all the military families who are feeling the loss today. Now, that brings us to today's topic. We're going to talk about four steps to stop eating our feelings. And the reason I wanted to talk about this is because there's a lot that's been going on in our world, a lot of heaviness, right, that we're experiencing. And I think a lot of times when we overeat, a main reason we do this is to distract ourselves from feeling bad. We are raised in a society where we learn messages that we should be happy all the time. And I think that that holds us back, especially for those of us who like to distract ourselves with food, right? We forget that life is 50-50, that half of our experience here on earth is challenging, is heavy, is difficult, is hard. And the other half is amazing and beautiful and awesome and fun. So most of us are not taught to process our emotion that's difficult. So we're going to talk about that today. How do we not eat our way through the 50%? That's hard. Now, first of all, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that our thoughts create our feelings. So there are times when we want to examine our thinking, and we want to figure out what's What thought is it that's creating a certain feeling for us that's giving us a result we don't want? And that's awesome and good and great. And we want to keep doing that. And there are situations where we want to examine our thoughts. And we do what I call thought swapping, which is when we figure out we're thinking a thought that's making us feel terrible and we want to create a different emotion, then we can thought swap. 
we can just start thinking something different. And that works. But there's also situations where we don't want to feel better, right? We want to be outraged. We want to be upset. We want to be frustrated. We want to be heartbroken. We want to grieve. And so we don't want to just examine our thinking and swap thoughts to feel better. What we want to do is we want to experience being a human being and experience that 50% that's not as fun as the other 50%, right? Sometimes we just want to feel bad. And if we don't allow ourselves to feel that 50% that's difficult and hard and upsetting, then we're going to distract ourselves and we're going to go eat, which is what I call buffering, right? When we try to buffer or resist or distract ourselves from an emotion and we just don't want to feel it and we want to feel better right away, we buffer with food. And so when we have experiences in our life where we think we want to feel better because we don't want to feel the emotion, but really there's not a thought that can make us feel better about certain things, right? Life is 50-50. We're going to have hardships. We're going to have losses. There's going to be death. There's going to be abuse. There's going to be things that upset us and we don't want to just feel better about it. So we're going to talk about four steps to feel the hard, difficult, challenging emotions and stop eating our feelings. I promise you this will change your life. The reason most of us don't want to feel the upsetting, challenging emotions is because we think that we're going to experience them exploding And we feel like we're going to be kind of suffocated by them, right? Like if we think about being willing to feel grief or being willing to feel outrage or being willing to feel upset, that somehow we're not ever going to get out of it, that somehow it's going to suffocate us and we're going to be stuck in it. And what I want to offer you today is that that is not true. We can actually feel an emotion, let it vibrate through us, process it and gain authority over it. And when we learn to process our emotions and feel those feelings, we gain authority and we figure out that the worst thing that can happen is a feeling. And when we know how to feel our feelings, then we don't need to turn to food to distract us. So how do we do this? There's four steps. Number one, the first thing we need to do is hold space for the emotion we're experiencing. We want to drop the judgment of it. A lot of times if we're experiencing an emotion like anxiety, right, 
we immediately think something's gone wrong, that we shouldn't be feeling anxious, and we start judging it right away. Now, when we judge it, now we're just layering another emotion on top of the anxiety, right? So now we're feeling judgment and anxiety, and we're getting even deeper into the experience, and we begin to feel like we're suffocating. So it's very important that whatever emotion you're feeling, that you drop the judgment of it. And one way that I do this when I'm feeling nervous or anxious or stressed is I tell myself, oh, this is the part where I feel stress. Oh, this is the part where I feel anxious. And I just hold space for it. I don't judge it. I just allow it to be there. And I tell myself, this is the part where I feel stressed. Nothing has gone wrong. That will help you drop the judgment. Step two is to allow it to be there. Now, what I mean by that is we open up to it. We actually breathe it in. We feel the vibration of anxiety or stress or grief or sadness or anger, whatever it is, and we breathe into it. We drop the judgment, which is step one, and then we relax our entire body and we breathe into it. We stay present with it. Now, step three is to become the narrator. I want you to start describing it as if you're narrating a show. And what this does, it it actually creates a situation where we start watching ourselves experience the emotion. We become the compassionate observer of ourself. So we describe it in such a way that maybe we're describing it to a Martian who's never felt stressed before. And we're watching ourselves experience it and we're in our body identifying where we're feeling the stress. Where is it vibrating? What color is it? If you were to give it a color, does it have a temperature? Is it hot or is it cold? Is it moving or does it stay still? Does it have a texture? Is it sharp and pointy or is it smooth? And the more that you are present inside your body watching that emotion vibrate through you, the more you are able to observe it. And now you've gained authority over it. It is not engulfing you, right? It's not suffocating you. You've become the observer. You're watching yourself experience that emotion. You can experience it and observe it at the same time. And when we do this, we gain authority over it. It's so powerful. And then step four is to name the emotion. 
And this is where we actually gain ultimate authority over it. We name it. When we do this, we become the expert of our emotional intelligence. So those are the four steps to fully feel a feeling. Number one, hold space. Don't judge it. Number two, allow it to be there and breathe it in. Step three, become the narrator and watch your body literally experience the feeling. And number four, name the emotion. Now, once you learn to feel your feelings, it's so powerful and effective with anything that goes on in our life. Because if you think about it, a lot of the things that we either don't do, that we're afraid to do, it's all because we're afraid to feel a feeling. And when we learn that the worst thing that can happen is a feeling, and we know how to be with that feeling and process it through, then we have nothing to be afraid of. Then we don't have to eat our feelings away. We can just experience them knowing that it's just a vibration. And this is the worst thing, that we don't need to be afraid of it that we don't need to eat our feelings away anymore. And we can actually become our natural weight when we stop eating our emotions. Now let's look at John 16, verse 33, where it says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have perfect peace and confidence. In the world, you will have tribulation and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer, take courage, be confident, for I have overcome the world. Thank you, Jesus, right, for overcoming the world. Now, if you want to 10x your weight loss journey, and what we're learning here on the Christian Weight Loss Podcast, you need to schedule a free consultation with me where we will talk and I will show you what exactly is holding you back from being the weight you want to be. If you want to master the four steps to stop overeating for good, schedule a consult with me The link, my friends, is in the show notes. I love you. Have an amazing week.